roadmap from Auto Finance News since 1996, the nation's leading newsletter on automotive lending and leasing. It's Monday, August 21st, and I'm Joey Pizzolatto, joined by Amanda Harris and Johnny Martinez. This is our weekly wrap on what happened in auto finance for the week ending August 18th, 2023. In auto finance, incentives are on the rise. Toyota Financial Services subvention activity increased in the first quarter of its fiscal 2024 ended June 30th as North American production and sales volume picked up. The number of contracts with subvented rates increased 29% year over year. Subvented contracts for new vehicles were up 19% year-over-year, while subvented used retail and lease contracts both increased 50% year-over-year. Subvented rate contracts made up about 46% of the captive's total financing volume in Q1, compared with 38% a year ago. Captive finance companies regained new vehicle financing market share in the second quarter amid an uptick of those very same incentives. Captives accounted for 51% of new vehicle financing in Q2, up from 37% in Q2 2022, according to TransUnion. Banks accounted for 29% of new financing in Q2, down from 31% last year, and credit unions made up 18%, down from 31% in Q2 22. Vehicle affordability and credit access continue to improve in July as incentives offset elevated interest rates and lenders loosen credit standards following months of tightening. The number of median weeks of income needed to purchase a new vehicle fell to 42.3 in July compared with a revised 42.8 weeks in June and 42.2 weeks in July 2022, according to Cox Automotive. Credit availability also improved in July for this second consecutive month. The dealer track credit availability index increased 0.2% sequentially to 97.4, which is the highest rating since March, but remained down 5.2% from a year ago, indicating auto loan credit was easier to access compared with April, May, and June. All lender types except captives loosened credit standards on a sequential basis in July, with auto-focused finance companies loosening standards the most. There was plenty of activity in the capital markets last week as well. Amanda Harris has the update. Yes, so we saw, you know, multiple subprime deals come to market. Uh, Not too, too surprising. Right now, you know, we are hearing that, you know, subprime issuers are, you know, kind of taking advantage of market conditions right now, coming to market for the first time in a while. So Credit Acceptance Corp uh, came to market with a $400 million asset-backed securitization backed by subprime auto loans. And they were joined um, as well by Santander Consumer USA, issued $1 billion in subprime auto um, ABS deal also this week. And then Westlake Financial also came to market recently as well with a subprime deal. So we are seeing, you know, quite a bit of activity. Um, This comes with, you know, subprime share is kind of declining. There's been a pullback, you know, from some auto lenders in the riskier credit tiers. There's been some affordability concerns. So lots going on in the subprime market. We are watching it really closely to see how performance trends across, you know, originations and on securitized you know, loan pools, especially as more activity, you know, goes out there on the capital markets. Um, that's a story that I actually worked on today. And surprising no one, subprime performance is is definitely weaker um, than has been. So that will be kind of something that we're looking at as well. But just on activity wise, you know, we're definitely seeing issuance happening, you know, right now, what's 
you know, just they're trying to get capital. There's still a need to, you know, fund these loans for subprime borrowers, even though the share is declining some. And there's definitely, you know, some some concerns there. And there are some pullback on subprime in general. And the lenders are focusing a little bit more on higher quality loans. So some of the definitely some of the um, you know, descriptions on the actual deals. We're seeing longer terms on the loans in these pools. We're seeing FICO scores like on average kind of go up. So you're seeing some of the trends that we're seeing in the wider subprime market show up in these issuances as well. So this is something we're kind of closely looking at as well is just what the issuances look like as far as volume and just kind of how they're made up with the loans um, actually in the pools. So definitely going to be closely looking at the subprime market, seeing what's happening there in performance and seeing how these you know lenders kind of kind of how how their earnings play out and what they're doing in the subprime market going forward. Thanks. In power sports, there was some movement in the marine market last week. Johnny has the details. Yeah, so to kind of put it up a bow on these two kind of big things we saw in the marine market is it's a lot of in the way of innovation, right? So Tiger Motors and EV Power Sports OEM reported their earnings last Monday. Uh, they had 145 deliveries for their, their combination of personal watercraft and snowmobiles, which is, is up 590%, but that's compared to Q2 last year when they just started making deliveries. Uh, so, so the big thing is you're seeing them, you know, gaining some traction, gaining some success in the industry with this EV approach to the power sports industry. And, and we're seeing, you know, uh, some other companies sort of in, in this power sports space getting more into the EV. So, you know, seeing someone that is focused entirely on EV, finding some traction, some success as well, kind of just shows, hey, this is something that the market is, is following, is interested in, and, you know, is worth keeping up on. Uh, so the other thing we had was we had a, a conversation with Yamaha Marines, uh, Director of Connectivity, Andrew Cullen. We talked with him about some of the innovations they're doing, they're working on. Uh, one of the, the big pieces of technology is this, this connected boat approach, right? This ability to connect your, your boat and all the information on it the same way a lot of people do their house in the, in the modern world. Uh, and taking that approach to the marine space, uh, they've partnered with quite a few other OEMs to uh, get some of the, this technology into their new 2024 models. Uh, and again, it's just trying to get more of that that technology, more of that connected boat into the space uh, for the marine industry. And so it's this this boat connectivity, this EV focus in the marine space. It's just seeing a lot of this. Hey, we're seeing this innovation. We're seeing this new technology. And it'll be interesting to see once we kind of get into, you know, the 2024 models actually hitting the space, both in what Tyga is doing with their EV power sports and with what Yamaha Marine is doing with their getting their connected boat technology into these 2024 OEM models. Great. Thanks, Johnny. That about does it for today's episode. As a reminder, you can purchase your all-access pass to the Auto Finance Summit and the Power Sports Finance Summit to attend both events October 29th through 31st at the Bellagio in Las Vegas for 20% off. You can get your all-access pass at www.autofinance.live. Thanks for joining us on The Roadmap, and be sure to follow us on Twitter and LinkedIn. We will see you online at autofinancenews.net, and here next time.